0: This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 51. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick and I am joined by my co-host Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. What's up, Lisa?
1: Not much. How about you? See, I was prepared for that question that time.
0: You were. You're right on it (laughs) (laughs)
1: here.
0: You're making me really proud.
1: I'm kind of missing the never better, though, I have to say.
0: Well, I'm never better. How's
1: that? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> People at
0: work don't believe me half the time when I say that. I say, liar. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show about the art of colored pencil where we discuss anything and everything around colored pencil and the artist. So what are we talking about today, Lisa?
1: We are talking about getting started back into art after a long break.
0: I know exactly how this feels. I was there just a few years ago. And I remember just that visceral feeling even. And it's hard to describe because for me, I wasn't an adult really when I was drawing. And so then now I was going to start drawing again as an adult. And there was a lot of uh, angst and anxiety inside of me. Um, And I thought, am I am I going to be able to do this? You know, and I, I wasn't sure about it. I wasn't sure about myself. Um, I felt like I was, you know, pretty decent at drawing once upon a time. and And then I thought, you know, I do like this. I want to give it a try. And it was a little more overwhelming than what I had anticipated. So we've got some quick tips here that we want to share today. So let's go ahead and dive right in here. One of the big ones for me, I think, is that when I started out, I thought, oh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw this entire drawing uh, from start to finish, all in one sitting. And I tried to do that. I got so stressed out after like an hour or something. And, um, and then I started learning that, hey, it's better to take breaks, especially when starting out. Take a break. Don't draw for that long at a time. Because here's what I found happening. Maybe you remember some of this stuff, Lisa. I don't know. After about 15 minutes or so, I started getting tired. I got kind of tired of the process a little bit, and I got a little sloppy is what would happen. And so I'd start just, you know, making dumb mistakes or not looking at the reference photo, things like that, things we've talked about in the past, right? Yeah. And I I learned that it, it was better just to take a break, just to get up, walk away, you know, take a little bit of a break. And the longer that I was drawing, I mean, as far as days, um, months, and years, that kind of thing, then I was able to sit down there and and work at it at longer stints of time. But at the beginning, that was some of the best uh, advice that I remember getting from somebody, and that was take a break about every 15 minutes or so. Rest your eyes. I
1: still do that. Maybe not every 15 minutes, but I will still get up and go go for a walk. Just taking that break. It's such a good good thing to be doing yeah, when you're working on something.
0: But That's I can an alarm if you need to. Yeah, right. But I can go for hours if I need to, and it doesn't. It I, I feel like I can still perform at a at a reasonable level, even uh, even going for over an hour now. When at the beginning, I it, it just wasn't happening. I really could mm-hmm. not do that. Um. But yeah, at the beginning, I think it's it's real important when you're just starting out uh, or coming back from a long break to. Give Pace yourself. Give yourself some breaks.
1: Yeah. So my tip would be to start with something that's a little bit more simple. You may think, you know, I was drawing portraits when I stopped, so I'm going to do this portrait of five family members to get started right now. <laughs> that's going to be really <laughs> overwhelming. I'm going to do the and family tree. Be- yeah, it can be pretty frustrating. Start smaller. You're working in colored pencil. Maybe draw a few cherries. I love drawing cherries in colors, colored pencil. I don't know what it is about them. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, I should do a piece like that. Anyway, moving along. So draw something that's a little bit more simple, something that just to get yourself started again, get a feel for the medium that you're working in, just in something that's easy to kind of win at. It mm. leaves you on a good note when you yeah. finish that. I mean, chances are something that simple is going to look good when you're finished or better so than the family of five that you didn't finish at all because it was too frustrating. So it gives you this kind of instant gratification, this quick win. Look what I just did and it came out so good versus, oh, this didn't work out so well.
0: Did I ever tell you about this? I did an art show several years ago and a lady contacted me after the show, called me up and – no, she emailed me and said, can you do this drawing for me? I want – all these aunts and uncles and kids and this big list of family members, and I wanted in this drawing, and then I, I want you to to somehow then incorporate the ability. And this will sound like I'm making this up, and I am. I promise you, I'm not. Said, and I want the ability to maybe change some of the people in case there's deaths or marriages or things like that. <laughs> I was like, what is this? A moving project It's like, I. I, I it was so hard to even. It, it was. I was reading that. I was like, it's she For real, is this is this is she really meaning this? So I said, Well, we need to have a conversation, you know, we need to t- talk over the phone about this because you know, I didn't want to say in an email, This just isn't possible, and you're insane. But you know, we spoke over the phone because and I require that usually anyway if I'm doing a commission because sometimes people are just insane yeah. <laughs> and. She really she really did think that, that that's what you know could be done and that you could just kind of erase people and and I thought well, what about divorces you know why don't we just put a stamp on somebody if uh anyway we we never that that never went anywhere but it was a it was an interesting thing yeah
1: uh, well, total sides well, I guess not mm-hmm. side story that goes along with that. I did a colored pencil piece for my last band, and our drummer was a white guy with blonde hair, very pale. I had to turn him into a black guy with dreads. <laughs> But because I was going from a lighter color to a darker color, it totally worked. It yeah. in the distance. It was small. It wasn't like a full portrait. Uh-huh. I just needed it to symbolize that person. That's funny. But I actually did manage to do it, and it came out pretty good. Wow. <laughs> I was surprised That's at that. That's funny. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, wow. All right. I, I really like that tip, though. Um, and start with something a little more simple. Also, here's another. Start with don't, – don't think that, okay – I, I wanna do something quick and easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something extremely small. I'm gonna get real incredibly tiny with this. Especially uh, if it's yeah. a portrait, because it's going to it's gonna be so hard to get the proportions accurate when you do that. If you're yeah. off by a little tiny bit, it's off by a mile whenever it's tiny. And I've been guilty of that. So And on the go flip side, larger. don't choose
1: something that's like, you know, twenty four by thirty inches either to get started with. That's yeah, skip really overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice little, you know, 5 by 7 8 by 10 for something small. If you're doing a portrait, maybe a little bit bigger, yeah. but yeah.
0: Just can't get the detail in either if you go way too small. All right. Yeah. So next, start with a good reference photo. And, you know, we, we're we beating dead horse a little bit if you've listened to us uh, throughout all these podcasts. I mean, we talk about this quite a bit, it seems like, don't we, Lisa? Start yep. with a reference photo, though, that is one that you like is one that, that uh, you you know is is in focus and something that you feel like you can render you can you can draw this
1: something that you can blow up and really see the detail of yeah my next tip would be start with good materials. Don't think, I'm just starting out, so I'm gonna get the cheapest materials possible because I don't wanna invest a lot of money, not sure if I'm gonna like this again. If you're using cheap materials, I'm pretty much gonna guarantee you, you're not gonna like it. Because they don't do what they're supposed to do. Use good materials, even if that means, if you're just getting back into colored pencil, let's say, then get maybe 10 individual pencils, mm-hmm. or heck, you could even just start with black and white if you wanted to just to get a feel for the medium again, or maybe black, white, and one additional color. But it would be better to to do that than to get a full set of really cheap poor quality materials because again you're not going to get a really good feel for the medium again you're not going to be thrilled with the results it's going to make it a lot less fun when you're fighting with the materials than versus using something of higher quality
0: right all right next don't be afraid to fail don't be afraid to mess up don't you know don't think and and here's one thing about that finish what you start don't yes. don't do like I did for quite a while, and just oh, it's getting hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that. I'm gonna start this other one. I'll come back to that. Yeah. No, I'm afraid never to mess did. it up, so yeah. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, right now. yeah. Go ahead, mess it up. Think, okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna trouble through this. I'm gonna keep going no matter what, and I'm gonna get through this. You might fail, but you might not, and you probably won't. And what that does, it does two things. It teaches you the discipline of completing what you started. The second thing that it does is it develops, again, that habit within you that I can trouble through this, I can problem solve, I can figure this out, and I can persevere and create a good drawing, a good outcome, and a finished, complete drawing all the way to the end. And so it reinforces what you just started. And next time you sit down and you start a drawing, you're gonna be re- you're going to remember that past success. And you're gonna say, yeah, I could do this. I can get through this, even if it gets yeah. difficult.
1: Now, my next thing is kind of a long one, but this is something that I hear so often that I wanna bring it up. People will often start, they'll get back into drawing again. You know, it's been 10 years, five years, three weeks. It's been three a while weeks. and they feel like they lost their talent. <laughs>
0: three hours.
1: One of a few things probably happened. One, you're just out of practice. If you haven't drawn mm-hmm. in a while, it's going to take you some time to get back into it. Expect that. Don't don't freak out. Oh my gosh, I lost it. The next possibility is that as you've aged, you've probably gotten a bit of a better eye on what you like and dislike. You're noticing more mistakes than you did before. So that alone can make you feel like you lost the talent. It's just that before you didn't notice it. It's something that we see a lot as musicians. A musician can be practicing on a regular basis, feel like everything's going good. They get ready for a tour and they start practicing all day, every day, and they'll start to feel like they're getting worse. What's happening is they're noticing the mistakes they've been making all along. It's not not that they're new mistakes. It's that they're suddenly getting so much better. They're, getting, they're hearing the mistakes that they've always been doing and now they've got to fix it. But it's not that they got worse. It's that they actually got better and started noticing problems.
0: It's interesting.
1: Now, the next thing is, and this is kind of a funny thing, we have a tendency to glorify work that we did 10 years ago or five years ago. It's really easy to think that we were better than we really were. And that sounds mean, but it's very true. What happens is as we're working on a new painting or drawing, we have a tendency to just notice what we don't like about it. We pick apart every single thing. This is off. This is wrong. This isn't right. We don't notice all the good about it. If we step away from that for a few days, a few weeks, or in some cases, a few years, suddenly we start noticing the things we did like about it. And it's so common. Not everybody does this, but it happens often enough that it is definitely worth mentioning. That makes sense. We ha-
0: Rose-colored glasses, kind of. Thing. Yeah,
1: we basically, yeah, we're yeah. romanticizing the work that we've done in the past. We think it's better than what right. it really is. We're so much more critical of the new stuff. Chances are, what you were doing before was not that great. It's just that you haven't looked at it in a while. Step away from the work. It's probably going to look a lot better to you when you're finished with it. You know, three days, four days later, I still, to this day, have that problem, too. I'll finish something. There was a horse I did in colored pencil. And my friend, a close friend of mine who's an artist, was saying how much she loves it. And I'm like, that one, I didn't like that one. As I was working on it, I don't remember why – oh, I remember why my – The position of my monitor, I couldn't see the details and it was because of my new setup in the studio and I just hadn't gotten All the details worked out. But anyway, I wasn't thrilled with it. It didn't look exactly like the reference photo or exactly how I wanted. When I stopped looking at it for a week, I can go back and look at it now and go, oh yeah, I like that one. I hated it when I finished it. I was not thrilled with how that looked. I was so critical of every little thing because I was comparing every single thing with that reference photo. When I stepped away from it, coming back now, I can see where someone who had not seen the reference photo was like, oh, that's a great piece of art. So sometimes just stepping away from it will make a big difference. So when you're thinking, oh my gosh, I lost my talent. I'm not as good as I was. Sometimes one of these things is really what's happening. And it's not that you lost anything.
0: That, I love that, Lisa. That that was very good advice because especially if you're coming back from a long break, you do, you feel intimidated uh, somewhat. So, you know, just just persevere. Just do it anyway. Don't be as as critical just do it. I don't know what else to say. Just <laughs> yeah. get busy and do art. Bottom line, I mean, just just do it and see if you're you're gonna like it again. I, and chances are you will. All right. Anything else, Lisa? No. All right. Well, the show notes will be over there at sharpenedartist.com/slash podcast and if you want to continue the discussion you can head on over to Facebook and post your question there in the colored pencil podcast group
1: or even give us some tips if you've got tips for other artists on getting back from a long break if you've been in the same situation oh we would share. love
0: to hear that and as always you can uh, head over to our QA page that's uh, sharpen slash Q and a and if you want to provide feedback, too, you can always email us at podcast at sharpenedartist.com. If you want to leave a review, you can do that over at iTunes, and we would appreciate that. I want to end today with a quote from Georgia O'Keefe. I don't see why we ever think of what others think of what we do, no matter who they are. Isn't it enough just to express yourself? All right. We will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.
1: We always say that. Yeah, I was just thinking oh, when you said good. that, I'm like, we always say that and it's always yeah, the same that's thing. that's right. <laughs> It's something that we see a lot as musicians. If you, a music, sorry. I don't know
0: how to wrap uh, that up. Let's see here. This is all really good stuff though. I love that.